everybody welcome back to the limit breakdown where we break down the latest in uh, tv movies and things going on in entertainment today we're going to be covering the uh new top gun maverick release and our uh, too long didn't watch review of it is four hearts that means we enjoyed this movie it was a fun ride from beginning to end i think it's worth going to see it all right check us out after the intro we'll see you Welcome back everybody and today we're reviewing Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to the 1980s Top Gun movie featuring Tom Cruise. So this movie um, actually is an immediate, well not immediate, uh, a sequel to the first 1980s movie where now um, Pete Maverick, what's his last name? I forgot his last name. The, everybody calls him Maverick. Uh, but now he's uh, he's been like what thirty years since he's regret since he left the Topland Institute in the in the eighties movie. Uh, he's like a test pilot, and then um, they're the military has a special mission, and they need his skills to teach the young, the new generation of pilots to do this virtually basically impossible mission. Mission, um, and they bring him in, and it's basically. A rough ride of how he how he sees himself how the military sees him and now the students have to learn from him and how <clears> that goes about um <clears throat> overall what did you think of the movie so um i had very not high expectations but i was very precautious about what this movie was going to bring to the table because again it typical nowadays with Bringing back old properties, doing sequels. We've seen it with like Dumb and Dumber. We've seen it with uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like they're, they're, Matrix. Yeah, Matrix. Yeah, trying to do these these sequels that are like 20, 30 some odd years apart. And so it sometimes it doesn't always work out. And I honestly did not expect a whole lot. I was pleasantly surprised. I yeah. felt like they yeah. kept the, the soul of the Top Gun movies. Top Gun was was one of my favorite movies going up. I, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. Yeah. And so it was... It was definitely, a, in the 80s, it was like a man's movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Like everyone, that's you know, that's where everyone started doing like uh, the the names, the call signs. Oh, They're yeah. like, oh, you're a maverick. That's how everyone started doing their <laughs> nicknames. Um, I know like we, like our friends, we definitely quote that movie, the first movie at least, yeah. all the time. Um, it's one of the reasons why Ray-Ban's Aviators became yeah, super popular. Right exactly. after that movie came out, everybody's went out and started buying Aviators because of the, because of that movie. Um, but yeah, as you said, the, the second, the, the sequel, phenomenal. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be very campy. <clears throat> A lot of times sequels, what they do is they'll copy and paste the exact plot from the first mm -hmm. movie, or they'll go completely off the rail. Yeah. I think this movie had elements of the first movie which mm. were good but they'd had its own plot yeah right which i thought was also good it was just, and then taking that in uh, this movie definitely definitely was worth it i i was very very satisfied going in and watching this movie. i i thoroughly enjoyed the story that they told us mm -hmm. right because they took they take maverick and 
they bring him in and it's basically he's kind of been doing his thing for this whole time he was never interested in in you know becoming a general mm-hmm. uh, Iceman was, became admiral yeah um so you know he he climbed up the 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 military hierarchy um, and he was just interested in, in going fast and going for the next challenge and yeah. and doing. He just wanted that. to genuinely fly. Yeah, that was his passion. And yeah. uh, and 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 it was pretty interesting. So they had this this mission that that was super difficult. And the cool thing about it was he wasn't dealing with like a single Top Gun class. He was dealing mm-hmm. with the best of the best. Yeah. So it was like you know the the little montage in the beginning is like oh well we're all the top of our class. Like, what is anybody going to teach us about flying? Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, they they start, they see him, they just kind of see him. Like, the little bar scene was funny when they throw uh, him yeah. out of the bar. That, yeah, <laughs> the, and I, I really like the callback from that movie the very next day when they mm-hmm. throw him out of the bar. And the mm-hmm. next day, he walks in, they're like, oh, shit, that's the guy we threw out. Yeah. And it calls back to the first movie when he's trying to get with the girl. Yeah. And the next day, yeah. she's the one that walks in. Yeah. Um, it's a very cool uh, parallelism. Parallels? Parallels there. Um, Yeah, so that was one thing that I really liked. Um, As far as the cast goes, I think Tom Cruise still has it. He, yeah. I, I, I generally like Tom Cruise. I think yeah. he's a great actor. Um, at least in the movies that he does. He's been a few movies that I'm like, this is not, this is not you. Um, Tom Cruise is great. I'm so glad they brought in uh, Jennifer Connelly. I still think that woman is very attractive. I don't care what anyone says. I still think from the time she was younger till now, she's a very attractive woman. Um, Miles uh, Teller. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen him in some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a great actor. Yeah. And he definitely nailed the role of uh, Rooster, Rooster yeah. <clears throat> who is in this movie uh, Goose's, Goose's son. son. Yeah. So in the first movie, Goose was uh, Tom Cruise's Maverick's uh, wingman. Yeah. Uh, or second. I don't know what they're yeah, called. Second in the military. Team, yeah. But in this movie, he is a son. It's like a, it's like a navigator <clears throat> position. Yeah. Uh, and he's a son. Um, and he. You know, he has, like, certain feelings towards Maverick, mm-hmm. but is a phenomenal actor. I think he did a great job. Uh, so as far as the casting, I think they did, they did really well. They did really well. Um, there was a lot of things <clears throat> that I really liked in this movie. Um, the action sequences were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The dogfights were phenomenal. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I, you know, <clears throat> they, the, they always, um, you know, part of this, of the appeal of Top Gun, and um, I don't know if, it's, if you know the statistic, but I think, uh, if I remember correctly... Uh, Navy recruitment spiked by like sixty percent after the first uh, Top Gun wow, movie. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it, you know it. it that's it, great. It really hyped up. Um, you know enthusiasm for the Navy. Fighter pilot. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like I'm telling you, man. Like, is little, that why you joined the Navy? That was actually, <laughs> no, 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 legit, legit. That was one of the reasons I, I wanted, I wanted to fly, but you know, also you know other issues had, but we'll we'll, we'll save that for, <laughs> for a different video. <laughs> Fair, yeah. But uh, but yeah no that was actually why I joined the navy, um, but uh, yeah they 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 nailed the action sequences they nailed um, there was a good bit of humor in there it mm-hmm. wasn't all like you know I was I was afraid because rewatching the original Top Gun like like you said it's a very much like an eighties man's man type oh, yeah. of movie um, <laughs> the funniest thing for me is you know knowing in real life that Tom Cruise is short like I'm a short guy we 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 we've, we've uh, you know, learn to deal with that aspect of it. But like the one scene where, where um, 
in the original Top Gun where it's like the love scene, like that mandatory love making scene in every mm. 80s action movie. And then like you can tell that like the shadows are like just slightly uh, above. Yeah. It was it's just absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Watching it on on a rewatch <laughs> now. Like and especially with her being the position that she was in and just having to be like, I'm so impressed with you. I love you. <laughs> And it's just like such a a uh, uh, hetero man fantasy, and as a hetero man, like yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, one thing that I actually liked in the in the new movie was, like you said, the 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 fighting, the actual airplane, you know, dog fights that they do in there. The aerial work was so well done. Um, it, it definitely blew it out of the water, especially like the, the crazy, Mm -hmm. crazy acrobats that they did. Mm. Um, like I know that's what that happens, but like watching it on screen and seeing all the crazy stuff they do, it, it just, it blew my mind. I thought it was, well, the the majority, the majority of the footage is from actual pilots. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the air to air stuff. Now there are stuff, some stuff that's not possible. Like the, uh, um, the the thing where they fly upside down like that like that's physically impossible. Inverted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's impossible. I just think it's very improbable. But yeah. Uh, well, let's really... just say the reflexes <clears throat> that you would have to have in order to be able to achieve that. Yeah. Is, uh, I'd say about t- two meters, one one point five. I have a good Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so getting to the actual plot line, uh, so the plot line is they have to uh, navigate in this very tight uh, chasm mm. to go over a mountain, go down, hit this target, and then go back up. <clears throat> and it just seemed, and then it just seemed so ridiculous to me. Okay, I mean, I get it from a movie perspective. So, so, so here's my thing, right? <clears throat> I, and it actually worked out that we put the Star Wars figures out in in Top Gun. Because um, while watching this whole scene, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to go through here, go through these these tunnels. And then we hit this target that's about, you know, like yeah, seven babe. feet wide. And, I'm, and as soon as they said that, I'm going, it's no bigger than a womp rat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we were watching it, Linda was like, is that the plot from Star Wars? I was like, uh, are they hitting the air vents? <laughs> Just... Did he use the force? Like, <laughs> so it was very, it was very Star Wars at that point. Yeah, um, so especially, yeah, no, the whole, the whole, you know, actual trajectory of the mission. I was like, huh, this is this is their version of the de- of blowing up the Death Star. But I mean, it worked. Yeah, it worked. <clears throat> One thing that that did make sense to me. Uh, so they had this really impossible thing, and they're like, you know, they have to go underneath the. Uh, the anti-air uh, missiles. Mm. Um, but once they... So they have to go up the mountain, invert, mm. come down, hit the target, go back up and like, what, 9 to 10 Gs. Mm. But as soon as they come up, they're going to be going into territory where now the anti-air can hit them. Mm-hmm. My question was, once they're going up, why can't they do... Why can't they reflip into the inverted, go back down the mountain so they don't hit that threshold? It it's one of the it's <clears throat> or is that gonna be physically impossible? Like I I generally don't from know. from what I remember about that <clears throat> particular scene, it was the terrain because the whole reason they had to go up like that mm-hmm. was because there was literally a mountain right yeah. there, and so whether they were <clears throat> upwards or inverted, it wouldn't have made a difference. And this was the this incline was the fastest way to be able to get 
mm-hmm. out and forward because once they got past a certain point, they would get past the reach of the missiles. And the whole thing was not just to get past the missiles, but to be able to get in and out fast enough to avoid uh, having to deal the with enemy. the enemy aircraft. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that was one question. I was like, why can't they just reinvert yeah. go away? But, you know, that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the one of the scenes, uh, so right after that, when, um, so the mission was a successful mm-hmm. day at the targets, whatever, they were trying to escape. And uh, while trying to escape, they're in the dogfight of the mm. the anti-air. Uh, Miles Teller's um, airplane is about to get attacked. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, Maverick, comes, saves the day. But he gets hit, crash lands. Yeah. Um, and then the throwback to me was, so now Miles Teller's character, uh, Rooster, has to come back, save him. Mm-hmm. But then he gets hit. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I was thinking about that to myself. I was like, what, in that situation... Right, like what what equifies following the rule to saving somebody? Like what you know, at a certain point I, I agree, yeah. but at a certain point I was like there there should be some sort of balance. Like where do you where do you cross the line? I mean, listen, this is gonna sound incredibly cold. <laughs> Um, but the, the harsh reality of the situation is that uh, in in that particular situation as as uh, as you know, a, a pilot or a member of the armed forces, like you have to follow orders. Like mm-hmm. you know, if they tell you, "Hey, like these guys, you know, they know what they signed up for. They know what the what the risks yeah. are. They know what the potential for 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 death and injury and all that you know exceeds." You are you are jeopardizing more than just yourself by going back because mm-hmm. they one they weren't the only two there mm-hmm. right now of course it's hollywood and you know it all worked oh, yeah. it all worked out you know <laughs> not every uh, i can tell you that not every pow uh, magically found an old working f14 <laughs> which is my next point when they got into that base i understand i understand sneaking into the base mm-hmm. i understand this commotion i understand starting the airplane mm-hmm. i understand they were able to easily get out and fly this plane out without anybody noticing or shooting at them or being like, that's the part that didn't make sense to me. Uh, actually, to me, that was, the, I thought, what I what I thought would be the most realistic. <laughs> at least there should be somebody be like, hold on, somebody just started an old plane and is pulling out. What? Well, the reason I, th- I say is the most realistic to me is because in the midst of that chaos, if you remember, they launched missiles onto that base. Yes. Right. The, that that the whole point of launching those missiles was to basically cause a distraction and to try and, to take and out as up, many yeah. and try to take out as many of the enemy aircraft. Yeah. So they're already they're the people on that base. They're putting out fires. They're mm-hmm. you know rescuing people from from wreckage. They're doing all of these things. If it's it's understandable that if an aircraft isn't being launched at that particular moment, that it keeping an eye on it wouldn't necessarily be a priority. Fair, I suppose. I mean, obviously, like, do I think that that's possible in real life? I, I, I mean, yeah, but I, I thought there should be at least some sort of <laughs> yeah. like somebody be like, oh my god, at least you know, try to shoot. No, at and, and, I mean, and the funny, the fu- I mean, <clears throat> while like, look, it is not uncommon practice for the U.S. military to sell um, older technology. To yeah. other other, other countries, yeah, 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 of yeah. and all that. But and the fact that new technology, 
Yeah. <laughs> At this point. But the fact that you're going to, like, you know, Maverick, he, he has, I mean, arguably the most experience on an F-14. And the of course... funniest thing, when, <laughs> when uh, Rooster got in the back, he's like, this thing is so old, doesn't he have a radio? And I could just go through my mind, I was like, if somebody from mm-hmm. our age mm-hmm. to Nicholas or somebody else mm-hmm. that looks at a phone... You know, back in the day, had like dial flip phones. And they're like, "What is this? You know, how do I dial on this?" It's just that scene was so funny to me. And then he, like Miles Teller's character, he was just like, "I'm ready to die. Like I don't even care about anything else anymore. This um, thing's not gonna run." One, one little nitpick. <clears throat> and again, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the scene of them in the in the F-14. I thoroughly enjoyed the whole victory of it. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe I'm. I like French cinema, so I <laughs> my 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 uh, my dark. Well, it, look, we Amer- we Americans were very accustomed to the happy ending and the big victory and you know, whatever. Whereas I would have been perfectly satisfied with as they're trying to go do the mission, right? And as they as they've executed as they're leaving, and Tom Cruise gets in the way of the missile to save Rooster. Right, and his plane goes down. Mm-hmm. If they, if Rooster would have kept going like he should have, if Rooster would have kept going and Tom Cruise would have died at that movie, I would have been perfectly fine because then at that point Tom Cruise would have been at peace because he saved Rooster, and he died doing the thing, and he died doing the thing that he loved, and yeah. then Rooster would have been. Would have been like, oh shit, you know, this guy really did care for me. Mm-hmm. It would have given him a different perspective as to the whole dynamic between him and his, the situation mm-hmm. with his dad. And both of those those storylines would have been resolved. I yeah. mean, they were still resolved anyway. It was just a little more, bit more yeah, flair no. for the dramatic. I, I suppose. suppose. I so suppose. like, and like I said, it, it wouldn't. It would have been one of those. That's why I said it's French cinema. It would have been bittersweet. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually, speaking of that. Uh, so if you look at the entire movie, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies, um, new and old, whatever. And sometimes they have like moments in the movies where it's a little bit slower drag or something's mm-hmm. going on. I don't think I ever felt, at least I don't think I felt that in this movie, including the forced uh, love relationship between Tom Cruise and uh, Jennifer Connelly. I understand why they put that relationship mm-hmm. in there to kind of hold him down, ground him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was an important piece, but even throughout that, um, I, I didn't feel that there was any moment in that movie where it was kind of slow or draggy, Yeah. which I think that's why we say it's a four out of five because it wasn't boring, right? No, it was, no. it was, it, it had a good pace, you know, it had highs of the, of the, the dog fighting of the main mission and it had the lows of the, the emotional aspect of him trying to understand Dude, those, those final action sequences had me on the edge of my seat I was yeah like, oh oh yeah i did <laughs> i did call i knew at the very end um when they're coming back home in the old uh in the old plane and they can't shake off the the enemy oh yeah i i called it i was like hang or hangman is gonna come yeah. at the very end and save their day yeah and he's gonna be like i am the best and now that is my favorite coach yeah. he's like oh you are he's like yes i know i'm good <laughs> I was like, that's my favorite. That's my favorite now. I I had a feeling he was gonna come, but it was a, it was even knowing that was gonna happen, mm. it was still very entertaining to see. Um, but yeah, I did throughout the movie. I never felt that it was slow or anything yeah. like that. No draggy anything like. That. So I I'm I'm very satisfied with that part. Yeah. I I also really respected that they took the time to 
properly pay homage to all of the original characters. Like the fact that they still included Val, Val Kilmer in the movie. I did not know he was going to be in the movie yeah, until I mean, they yeah. like, like I knew he was, they were like testing and I was like, they're not going to show him. Yeah. And they actually did. Yeah. Oh man, I was like, oh no, Val that, that was actually kind of, like, kind of emotional. Like, yeah. Like, you know. I, does he have an actual speech thing, or did I, he just do that for the movie? I'm not sure, but okay. I know he. I know you know his his health problems. Are yeah, he is a year old. I will say when when uh, when his character Iceman dies, mm. that was actually like a huge thing. Like oh, I was yeah. like, oh my god, um, like it was because we grew up with these characters. Yeah. It kind of I was like, damn, you know that character. Like now, and his he's the only one that's left from that group. Mm. So he now is like, I'm by myself. Yeah. Um. So that was a definitely very touching moment. Although, although really and good. again, this is a little, <clears throat> being a little bit nitpicky. Like I, I don't necessarily like that that they made him just kind of such such a loner, such a maverick, if you will. <laughs> but like, cause I, you know, I. I felt like it, in in the original movie, his characteristic, it wasn't so much that he refused to follow the rules. It's just that he had a tendency to trust his in, instincts mm-hmm. more than, and, and, you know, that's not, that's not necessarily, you know, such a bad thing, I don't think. But, you know, I, I didn't necessarily like how they, they're like, oh yeah, he never moved any farther than this and da, da, da. See, I, I was thinking about that. And, and, then, I... and then, and then, of course... Because I've actually served, there's, there's the, the, you can't just stay the same rank in the military mm. for your entire career. Like mm. if you if you stall out at a certain point and it's like, hey, you, you know, eventually the military is going to come up and be like, hey, man, you've been passed up for promotion like for the fifth time in a row. Mm. So, you know, it's about time for you to retire, bro. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually did like that part. Like they're like, hey, you you can be promoted. You don't want to. And I think they they show that throughout the movie. He's like, and even at the very end, he's like, I dude, he's like, I just want to fly. Yeah. He's like, I'm a fighter pilot. Yeah. Even if I'm not fighting, mm-hmm. I enjoy flying, and that's all I want to do. He knew that as soon as he goes up the uh, military bladder, mm-hmm. he's going to be pushing papers, doing mm-hmm. that. Yes, he could have had more money, been more comfortable, but he won't get to do the thing he loved. Yeah. And I think that aspect I actually did understand. So I I thought that part was actually pretty great. So that highway to the danger zone. But um, <laughs> final final thoughts. Uh, very enjoyable movie. Um, I think they did a really good job on the sequel. Very entertaining. Good pace throughout. Uh, do I think it's a phenomenal over the top movie? No, but it's definitely definitely a good movie. Great sequel to, to to the original Top Gun. Great homage, including the very end when they get off and everybody's congratulating. And the same, the Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise handshake that happens mm-hmm. at the end of the first one, same parallel with um, uh, Rooster, the Rooster and Hang, Hangman. Yeah. So and I was like, yeah, those parallels in the movie, yeah. I think, are great. So overall, good, good movie. Definitely recommend seeing. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it as well. It was uh, way better than I expected it to be. Um, had me on the edge of my seat for the majority of the action sequences. Like you said, the pacing was excellent. Um, I think the cast did a phenomenal job. They they hit some really good emotional beats. Um, th- I mean, th- you know, part of it is the appeal of, of these types of movies is the nostalgia, and you know, they definitely had me hook, line, and sinker. Um, and and yeah, man, it was it was just a fun movie. Like I, it's been it's been a while that I had as much fun at a movie as as I had with this one. Yeah, so I, definitely. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. So for anyone that's seen the first Top One as a fan, 
highly yeah, recommend definitely, it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely go check it out. Yep. Highway uh, to the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That, that's going to conclude it uh, for this episode. I appreciate you checking in with us and uh, check us out next time. Hi everybody, thanks for watching our content. As we uh, gear up to uh, continue having our channel grow, we're nearing uh, our 100th subscriber. We're doing a giveaway for this great Stanley collectible. We're very excited about this. Um, if you wanna be eligible to win this bad boy, need you to like, subscribe, and leave a comment under the video. That way we can uh, choose the winner as soon as we get to that 100th subscriber. We're very excited for the upcoming content. We've got lots of uh, movies that are coming out that we're gonna review. We're very, very excited. Thanks guys for watching. Bye. If you like our videos, please subscribe and hit the like button.